TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. I'm very excited to talk with Liz Collin this evening. She is the producer of the new documentary, The Fall of Minneapolis. It's been out there for a little while. You can watch it for free, by the way. It is streaming. Liz, how are you? Welcome to 97.1 FM Talk in St. Louis. Doing well. Thank you so much for having me on, Mark. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm very excited because this is a a story that um, we're very interested in here in St. Louis because we're, as I describe it, ground zero with what happened with Mike Brown and and all of that almost 10 years ago. But you wrote a book, a little background about Liz Conn. You were a TV person in Minneapolis. Correct me if I get any of this wrong, but you also wrote a book that this is based on called They're Lying, the Media, the Left, and the Death of George Floyd, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right, and that that came out more than a year ago, which which then led to the the documentary. So we we fi- I think even if you watch the the very beginning of this documentary, you're going to realize as a viewer that you have not been informed with a lot of the stuff that happened in the uh, in the period that led to Derek Chauvin's knee being on George Floyd's neck, right, or shoulders. Yeah, and I think that that was the, really the point of the documentary, trying to reach as many people as, as possible. I know so many, only so many people will read books nowadays and take the time to, to do that. Um, and we wanted to offer it for free, um, you know, because this, this really did change so many lives. And I still to this day say it simply did, did not have to if they would have just told the truth about this from the beginning. But we've never seen before where they go to great lengths to hide body camera footage. They've never done that in Minneapolis before. That's the whole point of body camera footage, right? Um, so that's why we started the documentary right away with that that entire interaction with George Floyd that most people had never seen before. I, I was stunned by that because I thought, you know, and that was the impression that I had. If most people had seen, maybe they wouldn't change their mind uh, completely, but I think if they had seen the body camera, because you, you start from the moment that he is in this convenience store and he's passing some fake money, right? That's kind of how the whole incident begins. Yeah, I mean, this was painted in, in one very, you know, dangerous and divisive way from the beginning, you know, by the, the media. I was a member of, you know, legacy media for nearly 20 years. I left due to all of this because I was just so disgusted that the press was, you know, really privy to this information from the beginning and they, they chose not to, to report it. Um, but but yeah, you're right. It, this is a, a counter counterfeit bill that's passed by, by George Floyd and uh, two rookie police officers respond and Thomas Lane and Alex King. Again, Alex King is the one who arrests George Floyd. He's a black officer uh, that had been on the job for, for three days, but yet we're you know, led to believe this is the most uh, you know, racist 
uh, police incident in in our country's history, and we need to you know burn things to the ground as a result of it all across the country. Well, there's fascinating little details that pop up. So, for example, at the very beginning of all this, when those officers are just trying to get him to comply, and he doesn't comply from the very beginning, he says things like, "I just lost my mom," and you know we discover you discover well he lost his mom two years before that, so it was 2018. This is in 2020. The officer, Officer Lane, tells him to step out of his vehicle at least eight times. There's someone even that's there on the street that says, look, stop resisting, right? And he mm-hmm. says, I don't want to go back, man. And I guess he's talking about jail because, Liz, the other thing that is revealed, and I don't know if people think this is very important or not, but this is a guy that had a long rap sheet leading up to this. And not only that, there was an incident that was very similar to this, and you talked to the officer that pulled him over previously where he had very similar behavior, right? Yeah, and this is also something we're told right after the the death of George Floyd that Minneapolis police, you know, they've never heard of George Floyd before. They've never had, um, you know, anything to do with him. And that was just one of many lies. Um, You have an undercover drug operation that happens nearly a year before all of this. And George Floyd, if you play the body camera footage from that incident in 2019, next to the body camera footage from 2020, he's, he's saying the same things. He's doing the same things. Uh, clearly uh, just just another way they were trying to kind of cover their their tracks very early on with all of this. Yeah, and, you know, the other thing, and I think this came out and was covered a little bit in the mainstream media and certainly during the trial, he starts saying, I can't breathe right away. He's talking about, I can't Mm -hmm. breathe, right? He's in, before he even gets in the car, they're trying to get him into the car, and nobody's kneeling on anything at that point. Well, not only that, that he's saying that before Derek Chauvin is even on, on scene, just as he's getting on scene, so he's not even anywhere close to him. Um, but yeah, this is, uh, you know, kind of, and, and this is not a, a documentary of, this is the documentary about how George Floyd died, or this is the documentary to disparage George Floyd. It's just, here's all of this information. You can decide whatever you think uh, at, at the end of the, the documentary, that's just fine. But you really should question why weren't we told the, the full story? Why uh, was, was the message, you know, manipulated the, the way it was? So you're, you said at the time you were doing um, TV work, right? You were legacy media when all this happened? Mm-hmm. Okay, so why, you know, and we, we had some of this here in St. Louis, there's no doubt. Certainly our paper, I would say, poured gasoline on the fire in Ferguson. But was there not interest in reporters in Minneapolis, TV, newspaper reporters? We know the newspaper reporters sometimes just a little different in trying to get to the truth of what happened. Or did this, not unlike Mike Brown, kind of take on a life of its own? Yeah, I think really fear played a huge part in, in all of this. Um, but I'd seen, you know, sort of the, the mainstream media, you know, the legacy media, whatever you want to call it, um, sort of take a corner even a couple of years but before all of this. You know, not so much what we were telling the public, but what we were choosing not to. Right. I talk more about this in my, my book, They're Lying, but um, at, at the, the CBS station where I worked, and I was a, you know, a Minnesota native. I kind of landed the dream job working at the, the station that I grew up watching, and I really believe in, in journalism. I still do to this day, but um, had to kind of take a, a, a turn to be able to tell the truth, and that's just really scare people. Um, you know, there's more of us out there um, at this point that are willing to, to talk about this. But, you know, where I was working, they were sending mandates about who we could interview um, after the death of George Floyd. We, we could only interview people, um, half of the people we interviewed had to be non-white or from a protected class. So it seemed to me we were fine just implementing racism uh, when it came to, you know, which news stories we decided to cover. And I just never had seen this sort of thing before. We were not allowed to use the term riots. Uh, we had to call them protests or, or peaceful protests, you know, sort of tra- changing the language and twisting things. Uh, and I think people have, you know, started to wake up through all of this. You know, they're pretty smart. If you see a reporter standing in front of a burning building and talking about how peaceful the protesting uh, is, 
think you can make <laughs> make your own uh, assumptions. But it, it was just uh, wild uh, what I what I saw. Take so place. was that that was an edict that was coming down from your local management there in Minneapolis, news director, program director types, general managers saying you can't use the word riot. Yeah, and I, I work for a CBS uh, station, a CBS O and O, if you will. So I think a lot of that came from from New York, and I think you see this with a lot of corporate media, a lot of similar similar moves they're making. And you know, Alaska Media is not doing so well at the beginning of this year with all these uh, layoffs because people simply have just turned them off. Um, <laughs> and I think that will you know c- kind of continue well, to happen well. until they try to gain you know more more credibility back. Yeah, it's interesting. So when you were doing all the research for this and you wrote the book and then you put the documentary out, and you can find it at thefallminneapolis.com. Outside of some of the things with the um, and I want to go and kind of explore a little bit more about the body cams and the refusal to cooperate with some of this because you, you discovered that there was a fair amount of evidence that was either ignored or they just kind of censored and spiked and a lot of people and maybe to this day Liz if they haven't seen the movie read your book they don't know all the facts of this case yeah and i think that you know in many ways the script was written before derek chauvin's trial even began you know there are many questionable rulings i would say that judge peter cahill made um who presided over this this trial that that it seemed there were some people uh questioning that but but again it didn't seem like the media really you know you care that much and that includes the uh, maximal restraint technique or mrt which the officers are talking about in the body camera footage that, that that is what what's happening with George Floyd. They're following the, this policy. So why then is that policy not allowed in Derek Chauvin's uh, criminal trial? Um, that you know that training slide wasn't even allowed uh, dur- during his trial. Not really? only that, you had the chief of police at the time and the head of of training for for Minneapolis, you know, say several times under oath on you know on the stand. Uh, that they did not recognize that technique. And every officer that I interviewed for the documentary says, you know, of course, they were trained at MRT. It had been a part of police training for decades in Minneapolis. And they call the other thing that they're doing, as soon as you start talking about the uh, maximum restraint technique and they start using that in the body cam shows this, they call an ambulance 30 seconds into George Floyd being on the ground here where he can't, they can't get him in the car. He's resisting, he's resisting. They finally bring him out of the car and then they say, let's call an ambulance, right? Yeah, absolutely. Again, you know, the, the media has ignored the documentary completely, of course, because you know they, they say that, you know, everything that is in it, you know, they, they've reported. Well, I've yet to see an actual, you know, media reporter talk about how 36 seconds uh, after George Floyd himself asks to be laid on the ground, uh, the, the, that ambulance is called. Not only that, but you, I mean, you have a very problematic, EMF, problematic EMS response uh, that even comes out in, in trial quite a bit. Uh, but not much attention is, is given to that either. And in, in fact, Tutau on scene that day is questioning where the ambulance is and tries to get them in there sooner, uh, just a couple min- minutes after Thomas Lane makes makes that call uh, as well. So things that just were not were not focused on and, and were cast aside. Get more at 971talk.com. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.